Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday. It is the 20th day of October already, 2023, your date 10202023. A beautiful day here in Las Vegas, Nevada, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from the studios and over the airwaves of Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM here in Las Vegas. Oh, looking out the window of the studio. The sun is just coming up. Beautiful sunrise here. Sky blue. Big, big, beautiful sun there. No clouds. No wind. Ground dry. Beautiful day. Gotta tell you, though, for the 20th day of October, and I guess maybe we're getting a small version of an Indian summer? Indian fall? You know? It's going to be 93 degrees today here in Las Vegas. Before it all shakes out, 93 degrees. Right now it's 61 degrees, about 13 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, we're going to hit 92 tomorrow, and then we're going to dip to 86 on Sunday. Just in case you want to jump on up and spend a little weekend here in Las Vegas with us. All the good stuff happening here. But we are certainly inviting you to be with us too. Weeks from today. Just 14 days, 4 hours, 28 minutes, and 43 seconds and counting until the Breeders' Cup 2-day World Championship for this great sport of kings. Now, two weeks from today will be the first of the two days. It'll be the day that uh, we're going to watch all of the two-year-olds and all the different uh, divisions of the two-year-olds compete in the Breeders' Cup. We call it the... uh, the stars of the future. And then right after the Breeders' Cup, first day competition is over. Right around 6 o'clock p.m., two weeks from today, myself and Jonathan Hardoon and John Lindo will take the stage in the Grand View Lounge to do a Breeders' Cup, the annual Breeders' Cup seminar at the South Point. Big, beautiful lounge facility. It's made for entertainment, etc. You get to sit there and, and do it, and we'll listen to the handicappers go over the uh, big races. 
talk about a little bit about what happens uh, in the day's races two weeks from today. And, of course, uh, then the next day we will convene in the big ballroom upstairs at the South Point for the Breeders' Cup Major Day of Racing, Saturday, November 4th. Playing the races with big screen TVs, huge, giant screen TVs. Big, huge banquet tables to spread out all of your paraphernalia and, of course, bedding windows, food and beverage. And, of course, you can get a, yeah, your phone app. You can get a phone app. And you can bet right from your uh, phone with the app while you're here in town. You can put it on your phone and do it as long as you're within the state of uh, Nevada. Certainly, you'll be in the ballroom at the South Point. That'll be okay. And, of course, get your um, your tracking card as well, your club card. And you'll be all set and ready to go, and you can play the races with me and, and Jonathan and John on uh, this championship 2023, the 40th. Breeders' Cup Championship. It'll be good stuff. So we welcome you to the show here in Las Vegas. Coming to you live and direct here from our studios. And of course, uh, covering the world as we do on many different platforms, like our streaming, our audio streaming at our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone or your Android. Get that phone app. Put it on your device. Shouldn't even call them phone apps. Get the app. Put it on your device, your iPhone or Android. Then you can hear us streaming on your phone or uh, wherever you get your podcasting. So however, wherever, whenever. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday. All right. The uh, Breeders' Cup horses are starting uh, to seriously get their works in. They got about two more, you know, tighteners before the big event. And yesterday at uh, Keeneland, they had 12 horses that are pointing towards Breeders' Cup races that went through their uh, workouts. And uh, they'll be making their way to Southern California. And, of course, uh, a lot of them are in Southern California, Santa Anita already. And one horse that will not be in the Breeders' Cup this year, after taking his gallop at Keeneland yesterday morning, Remember, this horse has had a quarter crack coming out of the August 26th Traverse Stakes at Saratoga. They've been trying to get him ready. Trainer Todd Pletcher just said after the gallop yesterday, he has run out of time to prepare for the Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita. Therefore, Forte has been retired. That's right. Forte has been retired. What a tumultuous three-year-old season this horse has had. Now, he was a fantastic two-year-old, uh, you know, an award-winning two-year-old. He had a pretty darn good career as a three-year-old in and out. And his owner, Mike Propoli, just said Thursday at the retirement, this is a special horse. He won seven of ten starts. He won uh, four grade ones, banked $3,029,830. Of course, his win as a two-year-old in the hopeful stakes in 2022 in August at Saratoga is currently under appeal. So if they grab that money and disqualify him, well, then you drop it to 165000 
So then he'll earn less than $3 million. But uh, come on. He ran in the Belmont Stakes, finished second despite not racing for 10 weeks. Won Jim Dandy up there at uh, Saratoga as the favorite. Was the favorite in the Traverse Stakes. I mean, come on. This horse, you know, Fountain of Youth, Florida Derby, Jim Dandy. But what a tumultuous career this horse has had, especially as a three-year-old. Being scratched just before the Derby. Was still sitting in his um, his detention pocket, so to speak. Couldn't enter the Preakness. Rolls into the Belmont off of a layoff. I mean, such potential. But Forte has been retired. He's going to stand stud at Spendthrift Farm. I'll have a, a thought or two. I'm going to ask uh, Jonathan Hardoon about a thought or two on this one. But uh, that's uh, the breaking news for today. Okay? All right. Uh, t- on today's show, we have uh, Jonathan Hardoon. We got John Lindo, Rich Ang, Jerry J. Because Santa Anita is running. As anemic as that card is today, I mean, really. Uh, they have Santa Anita sheets, and of course, uh, Keeneland is running, so they have Keeneland sheets too. And of course, we'll have uh, Ernie Perry's Woodbine picks, Clocker picks for Woodbine, and your uh, racing menu yet to come. Now, as far as the weather, you know, it's beautiful here, but uh, around the country, seems like uh, the weather is a little bit uh, tricky there in New York. <laughs> it's happened again, right? It's coming, it's Friday, coming up to the weekend, right? You know, you come up to the weekend on Friday and you know what happens in New York, it seems. This is getting to be a habit from Mother Nature. But uh, there's a lot of action going on uh, from down in the Great Lakes area, right through Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, the Mid-Atlantic area. And Jonathan tells us it's raining now in New York. Now, this is what we have so far for Aqueduct. They have not posted any of the late scratches yet. But at uh, Aqueduct, we do have the turf races coming off. Here's the deal. First race, off the turf. Third race, off the turf. Fourth race, off the turf. Ninth race, off the turf. The sixth race is the Knickerbocker today. The Knickerbocker stakes at a mile and one-eighth. Scheduled for the outer turf course for three-year-olds and up, and they have not made a decision yet in taking it off the turf. So right now, it's still scheduled for the turf today, the feature race at Aqueduct, but uh, the track's going to be off. We'll get more on that from Jonathan as well. As uh, far as the temperatures across the country, well, you know, uh, let's see, New York 65 and raining. Miami is 82. A little bit of cloud cover there. L.A., a little bit of a marine layer with 88 degrees. And there it is, Phoenix, Arizona, over 100 degrees again. What is this? October 20th, 104 degrees in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Chicago's 58. There's a contrast, huh? And so it goes. All right. Uh, we want to remind everybody at the top of this show right now that tomorrow, starting tomorrow, starting tomorrow, Saturday, and additionally, starting on Sunday, the new air times for the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs will be 7 a.m. 
Pacific time. Well, the news is at 7 a.m., but we get started right after the news. In the 7 o'clock hour, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, and thereafter. So the race day shows will start in the 7 o'clock hour. Every day we're on the air now. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We moved it an hour earlier because it's getting darker. We're going to, you know, roll back the uh, clocks. Post times are going to get earlier. So we're going to, we have an opportunity to grab that hour, and we did. So we're 7, 8 now, straight across. And we'll start tomorrow. So if you tune in at uh, 8 o'clock, you'll be hearing Jerry say, have a great race day. (laughs) Simple as that. All righty. We're going to get started with our first break, and when we come back, we'll do the racing menu, and then off to find you winners. Yeah. Try to get you some winners here. Hey, look, Rich Ang and John Lindo gave us winners yesterday at Keeneland. Jerry J. had a winner at Aqueduct. So our, our handicappers are doing their job. We want, we want to build that bankroll for the uh, Breeders' Cup, though, don't we? All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Cup Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse players, Los Alamitos is a big pick six carryover of nearly $50,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be around $200,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Santa Anita. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. Plus, it's a big family fun night at the track as we host our annual Halloween carnival starting at 6 p.m. tonight. Kids of all ages can participate in our costume contest. Plus, we have over 20 kid-friendly games and pony rides. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager, always at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered.
Elevator from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All righty. want to remind everybody uh, on today's racing menu, a big racing night tonight at Remington Park. It's the Oklahoma Classics Night at Remington. Ten races, all Oklahoma-bred stakes races. You know, big night for the Oklahoma Reds at Remington Park tonight. And we want to wish uh, jockey Gustavo Herrera uh, well. He underwent surgery yesterday to address a cracked tibia sustained Wednesday night riding at Remington Park. His horse flipped uh, in the leaving the tunnel area for the racetrack and uh, landed on top of the rider. And so... uh, he said the uh, the surgery went well, though, so good news there. Let's get started with your racing menu. Here is the racing menu for today. We remind you that this uh, racing menu each and every day reflects the start times, first post times, in the Pacific time zone. So if you're listening uh, to our show here in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, or anywhere else... In the streaming that we have across the world on many different platforms like our websites, your devices, and of course podcasting. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone. We don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times reflect the start in the Pacific time zone. Alrighty. Okay, here's your racing menu for today. On this Friday, October 20th, and we will begin if you're ready. I ask again, are you ready? All right, here we go. We begin with Laurel Park. Pick six jackpot carryover, $10,426. Nine races, first post time at Laurel, 925. Delaware Park is next. Eight races, first post time, 930. Then we go to Belmont at Aqueduct, the big A. First post time is 9.35. Right now, it's raining in New York. The turf races, races 1, 3, 4, and 9 are off the turf. The featured Knickerbocker, scheduled for a mile and one-eighth on the outer turf for three-year-olds and up, is still scheduled at this moment to be on the turf course. Now, eight are entered as well before any scratches. And right now, uh, on the morning line, Siege of Boston is your three-to-one favorite. Nine races, the big A today. First post time is 9.35. Okay. Next comes Gulfstream Park. Eight races at Gulfstream. And their pick six jackpot carryover, 43,974. First post time at Gulfstream Park, 9.50. Then we go to Keeneland. Keeneland Racecourse has 10 races today. No stakes race, but they have a pick six carryover because, man, it was... Crazy yesterday at Keeneland. Oh, my. They didn't hit the pick six. They didn't have six. They didn't have, it didn't have five. Four out of six got $109 in change yesterday at Keeneland. All right. Today, 10 races and your carryover. This is not a jackpot. It's a regular pick six. The carryover today at Keeneland, $24,718. You have 10 races and a first post time of 10 a.m. Woodbine, north of the border, has nine races today. 
Woodbine has a pick six jackpot carryover, 38530 bucks. You got a super high five jackpot carryover of $117,067. Yeah. First post time, nine races, Woodbine, 1015. Then we go to Santa Anita. Santa Anita has nine races today. As short and anemic as this card is, first post time is 1 o'clock this afternoon. They left a super high five carryover from Sunday at Santa Anita. So the super high five carryover, $17,956, will probably not go up for grabs until the second race if the seven horses stay in that field. All right, first post time is at 1 o'clock this afternoon at Santa Anita. Delta Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 3.15. Charlestown with a pick six jackpot carryover of 5480 bucks has eight races. First post time, 4 p.m. And then we get to Remington Park. Big night tonight at Remington. The Oklahoma Classics Night 10 all Oklahoma bred stakes races. Now the starter stakes will be the first two. And then it'll roll out like this. The Lassie for two-year-olds will be the third. The Juvenile for Colts and Geldings two-year-olds will be the fourth. The Distaff Turf will be the fifth. The Distaff Sprint will be the sixth. The Distaff will be the seventh. Then you'll have the Sprint as the eighth. The featured Classic Cup. The main event of the night. The $175,000 Oklahoma Classics Classic Cup at a mile and 16 for three-year-olds and up will be the ninth on the card. Six go to the post in this one. Favoritism will be between number one dude at eight to five and ghost hero at nine to five. And then they'll wrap it up with the turf classic as the tenth. Big racing tonight at Remington. First post time is 5.05 at Remington tonight. Okay? And that's your Friday menu. We will now go to Mr. Jonathan Hardoon. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Got your umbrella and your uh, your rain boots out. You need a canoe today. Oh. <laughs> rainbow, <laughs> rainbow and galoshes aren't going to help. <laughs> uh, so, in other words, uh, you're going to borrow that canoe out of Saratoga's uh, infield and, and use it today, huh? Uh, yeah, probably. I I came down to Long Island because we had a couple of horses entered today, and uh. Uh, I should have stayed up in Saratoga. It's not raining there. But it's absolutely pouring here. Boy, they're having some prices at uh, Keeneland, huh? Pick five, late pick five, paid twenty one thousand four fifty nine and change yesterday at Keeneland. Wow! It always seems to pay. I mean, you know, uh, for the most part. Listen, there are days when it's going to be chalky, but the fields are so big. You have horses coming from everywhere, and uh, some of the results uh, don't make much sense. So that equals a uh, crazy payoffs, and that's what you're getting. Uh, the Glen Cove yesterday won by Denise Mc, McCabe, paying $4.80. So that was a favorite there at uh, Aqueduct, outrunning Don't Look Back at All, and Love Appeals, who was the favorite and finished third. Uh, and it was that was for Kelsey. That was for Kelsey Daner, and uh, the Clamantos looked like he was she was home, and uh, the Kelsey Daner horse came flying and ran her down. Yeah, came with home. Adam Bissinger or Bissinger, whatever his name is. He came in to ride and. Uh, Good thing for that because he gave him a terrific ride. Gave her a terrific ride. Uh, I think it's pronounced Basisha, but I might be wrong. In any case, when you look at his name, 
The last three letters of his name is ZZA. I always, uh, last four letters are I-Z-Z-A, which makes me think of pizza all the time. <laughs> I just call him Adam. Okay. There you go. <laughs> he did a hell of a job, though, in the Glen Cove yesterday, that's for sure. And uh, now we got to deal with uh, an off-track at uh, Aqueduct, no doubt, right? Soup. Soup. I oh, mean, it's the, soup, The race huh? is still on the grass, but uh, I really don't see how they're going to keep it on the turf. Mm-hmm. They probably should have canceled today and run the card on Wednesday, to be honest with you. That's really? how bad it is. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we got uh, the weather running havoc over at Aqueduct, and we got the uh, entry blocks running havoc at Santa Anita. I mean, that is uh, that card today is uninspiring. It's really sad. I mean, you know, they've only been opened a few weeks, and uh, you have a few weeks till Breeders' Cup. You would expect more horses to be running, and it's really a shame. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to say. What can you say? It's just the cards that dealt. They do have nine races. I guess the last couple of races, you got full fields, but yeah. the, early, the early part is ridiculous. Yeah, the early part, uh, you're going to have to single and hope you got the right horse singled because if you venture out too much, then you're betting against your own money at that point, I think. In any case, uh, you're going to have to like circle in and make cold punches, you know, cold pick threes or go two by one by two or something like that. A $10 pick three or something like that, maybe to try to make some money. But talking about uh, going with the cards that's dealt you, how about uh, Forte, huh? Well, it's a shame. I mean, this horse was, listen, it's not a shame. He earned $3 million. He was seven for 10 lifetime. He won four grade one stakes. So mm-hmm. he has nothing to be ashamed of. It's hard to imagine that you were an underachiever with, with that record, yeah. but in a way he was, you know, uh, and it just shows you what kind of game this is and how much luck you need. He was scratched the day of the Derby when he was, would have been the favorite or maybe the day before, you know, and, uh, he obviously has had physical problems, and uh, if they're going to scratch his horse three weeks before running in the Classic, you know that had to be a tough choice for them because uh, you don't get a, a chance to run for 6 or $7 million often, and it would have been the last race of his career. Mm-hmm. And uh, have to scratch three weeks out, you knew there were problems there. Yeah, I mean, they made that uh, final decision yesterday morning after his gallop, so they didn't like what they saw in the gallop, and they said, look, uh, time has run out, and there's no sense in uh, jeopardizing the horse's health and well-being, and there's no ch- uh, and, and his performance as well. And uh, for all people concerned, including the uh, safety and integrity of the betting public, uh, they just decided to scratch him, and now we'll go on to his uh, second career, which I hope will be a lot better than his, uh, at least just as good, maybe. As is uh, racing. Career. Yeah, you know, you know, it's interesting, Ralph. I wonder if part of the decision to scratch him and retire him now is because they knew what they were going to have to deal with the vets. You know, the vets gave him a hard time on uh, Derby Day, even though his private vet cleared him to run. Yeah. You know, San Anita and the Breeders' Cup have been extremely strict. And uh, they've, it's no big deal for them to scratch a horse. It may be a big deal for the owners and the connections. But they have no problems. I mean, Chad Brown, a few years in a row, shipped horses out, and they were forced to scratch on yeah. Breeders' Cup Day. Yeah. So maybe that was in the back of their mind. Why train them up to up to the to to the race and then have to scratch because of the vets? You know, yeah. obviously he's a hard horse to get past vets because they scratch him on Derby Day. So. And, and you know, we still got that Heisa thing looming over. Uh, they make decisions, uh, knee jerked uh, decisions, and then later on they got to go and correct their mistakes. For example. 
the Horse Racing Integrity and Wagering Unit. They've withdrawn cases affecting two trainers after a review of, of its laboratory network that turned up different standards at labs and detection of um, the, the, dr the drugs they have uh, suspended them for. So, I mean, you know, they got to get their act together, too. The problem is, you know, like we said on this show from the beginning, heist is a good idea, yeah. but the way they implemented it is a total disaster. I mean, I can't honestly, I can't think of anything good they've done for the game since since coming aboard. Their salaries are ridiculous, four and five hundred thousand dollars salaries to study Lasix and things like that. Come on, Ralph. I mean, you know, and then they go handing out uh, suspensions, two year suspensions, like they're giving out cookies or, or treats on uh, Halloween. It's ridiculous. And, and then they come back and say, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. Well, that's great. You know, you ruined this guy and now you made a mistake. That That's just terrible. And uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, the, the publicity is a whole lot more when, when they do the suspension and kind of so-so. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they, they retracted on page 27, uh, somewhere on the bottom. <laughs> All right, now we're looking ahead to the Breeders' Cup. I know you guys are doing advanced work, you and John. And uh, Aiden O'Brien has been such a factor from overseas He's considering bringing six horses to the Breeders' Cup. And uh, did you know, and I'm going to tell you, where he ranks as far as the top trainers for Breeders' Cup, leading Breeders' Cup trainers? Top five? You're right there. Bob Baffert <laughs> is on top. He has, Bob Baffert has 18 winners and is on top with earnings of $39,345,000. Aiden O'Brien has had 16 winners. He's second with uh, $30,625,590 in money won. So he is a factor definitely still to be reckoned with, but, uh, you know, everybody's looking at the uh, Charlie Appleby Godolphin guys. Yeah, well, he doesn't come here unless he's loaded, and uh, it's amazing how, how much success he's had over the last couple of years. He's really stepped to the head of the game especially with the grass horses. I mean, you know, he brings in nothing but horses that know how to win, and and they just are better than the American horses. Now, you're talking about Appleby, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's going to be uh, something. All right. Well, I know you have uh, handicapping, full sheets of handicapping for both Aqueduct, Santa Anita, and at Keeneland. So what are we doing today? Well, we're going to certainly make up for yesterday's disaster. We gave out two horses that were bet down and ran horrible. But the first of our radio plays comes in Keelan's third race. We're going to take a price, uh, a shot with a price horse here that I know is sitting on a big effort. Okay. I like the number one horse, one red cent, a two-year-old gelding from the John Jasaduski stable, Walter Rodriguez aboard to ride. He's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. His last race was his first race that he's run on fast dirt. He was on turf prior races and his first career start was run on a wet track he ran well last time out cuts back in distance 10 to 1 on the morning line number one one red cent upsets and wins today's third race out of Keeneland. uh uh jonathan how many uh races has this horse had he's had five i think oh five okay so he's an experienced horse because he's breaking from the rail at six furlongs but with the, an experienced yeah. horse that should not have a problem and we believe that it'll pay a lot more than one red cent if he gets there so the one number one <laughs> one red cent the name 
is Jonathan Ardoon's pick at 10 to 1 on the morning line. Third race at Keeneland, numero uno. All right, we're next. Let's go to Aqueduct and look at race number eight. It's a mile on the main track, and this is why I'm here today. Number four, Mama's Gold, is a three-year-old colt who was actually climbed by my son about uh, six or seven races back. They finally figured him out the last two races. Not only that, this horse absolutely loves water. Uh, the track is sloppy. Last time out, he won on a wet track. He gets the same track today. Romero, Morat, board to ride, wire to wire, five to one on the morning line for number four. Mama's gold in today's eighth. Now, this is Romero Morat, which is, of course, Rajiv's uh, brother, right? I think it's nephew. Oh, nephew. Maybe okay. a brother. They're all related. Uh, it's a relation. They got trainers in the family. <laughs> they got jockeys in the family. They got it all. Hope they have some gamblers yep. in the family because we're going to bet this horse in the eighth race, number four, Mama's Gold. We're going to see you in the winner's circle if it happens? If it happens, I'll be there. All right. Okay. In my canoe. In your canoe, right. Just make sure you bring your boots and your umbrella. We don't want you getting sick because you are going to be back with us tomorrow morning as well as Sunday morning now because of our early start time. So in the eighth race today at Aqueduct, the four horse mama's gold. All right, full sheets, Aqueduct, Santa Anita, and Keeneland right now at your website, right? Yes, sir. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N dot com. All right. Stay safe and be well. Talk to you in the morning. And and we hope safe journey for the horse as well. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and we will be back right after this. Don't go away. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on race day, we got Ernie Perry's clocker report today at Woodbine. Yesterday, Ernie's horse ran third in the second race. We hope to improve on that today. Ernie has two selections for us today at Woodbine. So Ernie Perry's clocker report at Woodbine. The first one comes in the fourth race. He likes number two, Chasing Trouble. Worked 59.60, drops from a maiden special weight into a maiden claimer. That's always a big drop. Pat Husbands stays aboard, too. He said uh, the jockey and the trainer, they do well together this barn. So in the fourth race, he likes number two, Chasing Trouble, the two in the fourth. Then in the sixth race, he goes for number 10, CC's Kingdom, Kazuchi Kimura aboard. CC's Kingdom, the 10 in the sixth race, Ernie Perry's clocker report said he worked 46 flat, and that was a bullet workout. Comes off a break, thinks he's rounding to form. He hopes so. He says the barn is doing well, so he's going to take a shot with the 10 in the sixth race. Number 10, CC's Kingdom. Ernie Perry's clocker report at Woodbine, fourth race, the two, and the sixth race, the 10. We'll be back in search of Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. right after this. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Horse players, Los Alamitos is a big pick six carryover of nearly $50,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be around $200,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Santa Anita. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Plus, it's a big family fun night at the track as we host our annual Halloween carnival starting at 6 p.m. tonight. Kids of all ages can participate in our costume contest. Plus, we have over 20 kid-friendly games and pony rides. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager, always at Los Alamitos. All right, back on race day, Las Vegas. Now, listen, folks, uh, here's some dates you're going to want to know for next week leading up to the Breeders' Cup, okay? On Wednesday, the 25th, this coming Wednesday, the pre-entries will be taken for the Breeders' Cup. This is where they cross-enter and all that, pre-entries. And uh, the announcement is going to be on TV. It'll be on FanDuel TV, uh, so check the listings for that. You'll actually be able to watch that. Uh, the pre-entries close two days before that. This coming Monday, the pre-entries box will close. They'll announce the pre-entries on Wednesday the 25th, and then the racing forum will start cranking away on the Breeders' Cup Advanced Editions, and reaching says if everything goes well, if uh, the drivers don't break down delivering them, and if the printing uh, machines don't break down printing them, those uh, very uh, important Breeders' Cup Advanced Editions for the Daily Racing Forum will be in the books and places where you get your form on Thursday, the 26th of October, right? God willing, Ralph. God willing. All the right. 26th. Okay. <laughs> All right, real quick, Richie, we'll get right to the picks. You have a full uh, uh, card for uh, Keeneland and Santa Anita. Santa Anita full card, uh, Keeneland full card, two full card handicapping uh, today sheets from Rich Ang available at the racedaylasvegas.com websites. And, and Richie, we'll get right uh, to the picks. Yeah, let's go to uh, race number four at Keeneland for my first pick, Ralph. Mm -hmm. It's uh, six furlongs, uh, op uh, starter allowance 30. And a trainer who has kind of come in under the radar, but uh, you take a look at his racing form stats. Uh, the number six, Camp Daddy, the trainer is Armando Hernandez. Mm -hmm. He's winning at 28%. Uh, wow. I believe he won a race yesterday. 
And uh, this horse, uh, Camp Daddy, has been claimed three races in a row. Wow. I consider that a good sign because trainers like what they see. Yeah. Tyler Gaffalino gets up. So uh, let's make that my first play. Number six, Camp Daddy, $25 win place, two for the ROI in the fourth. Fourth race, the six, Camp Daddy, for all those good reasons in the fourth race, Keeneland, the six, and at Santa Anita. At Santa Anita, let's go to the fifth race. It's a mile on the grass, Maiden claiming 62.5. Uh, turf races in Southern California all go through Philip D'Amato. Uh, he has the number one horse, Port Allen. Ricky Gonzalez riding for him. It's not one of his normal jockeys, but he gives this kid a chance once in a while. I think this horse will get a nice ground-saving trip, pocket trip, and rally late. 25 win place, two for the ROI. Number one, Port Allen in the fifth. All right, so we got uh, we got a singleton in the anchor of the early pick five and early pick four at Santa Anita today in the fifth race. You like the four, Christina's Candy, the four in the fifth race. Rich Ang's play at Santa Anita. Don't forget, full sheets at Santa Anita and at Keeneland right now today. Richie's selections at the RacedayLasVegas.com websites. Thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to wrap it up with our closing act. John and Jerry, don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to go out to uh, John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Weather fine here, and I know it's beautiful in Southern California, but uh, we have a lack of a little uh, horsepower there, huh? Yeah, you know, we're kind of uh, in between now going to the Breeders' Cup. I know tomorrow, Saturday, only three grass races. They're going to try and limit the amount of turf racing, protect that course going into the Breeders' Cup. And because of that, you know, we've been saying for quite a while there's a shortage of dirt horses in Southern California. So these fields are a little bit light this weekend. Well, uh, you know, yeah, it is. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, we're all in, in anticipation for the Breeders' Cup, and uh, this starts another week at Santa Anita. So what about the jockey trainer standings? As far as the jockeys, uh, Juan Hernandez is the leading rider. He's got 17 wins, but he's on a three-day suspension this uh-huh. weekend, so he'll, he'll be at 17 all weekend. Okay. Antonio Frisu is next with 10. Umberto Rispoli has 9, and Hector Berrios has 8. So those are your leading jockeys. Okay. Leading trainer right now is Mark Glatt. He's got 10 winners. Wow. Uh, Peter Erden second with 8. Then Phil D'Amato, Richard Mandela, and Peter Miller each have 6. Hmm. Conspicuously missing in the top uh, echelon is uh, Bob Afford, huh? 
Yeah, but he happens to be leading in money one. So, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's winning the right races. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, do I have to ask about the favorites? Oh, it's dipped all the way down to 45% yeah, for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lots of laughs there, pal. Dips down to 45 Okay. Um, your Lindell report through Sunday, and you had seven winners out of 11 on Sunday on the Lindell report. So if these folks don't go down to that South Point and get the Lindell report, you're really missing something. At, so far at the meet, 88 uh, selections, 33 of them won. That's 37.5% winners. And the ROI is beating not only the breakout, but a little bit of change, too. The ROI is $1.13 for every dollar bet. Doing a good job there, kiddo. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good meet so far. It's tougher to keep that number positive with small fields because yeah. of the value. So we'll do the best we can and, and sort through these smaller races. Uh, you're doing a good job, that's for sure. The full Lindo report today for Santa Anita and Keeneland. He's doing Keeneland as well. So you got two tracks there. Available right now at the South Point Racebook, free of charge, exclusively there. That's the only place you can get it here in town, and it's free, complimentary of the South Point, because they love horse players and want you guys to win, that's for sure. Well, uh, John, I guess uh, we have to see if we can extract a winner or two at, uh, each, at each place. Okay, let's go to Keeneland first. Keeneland, race number five, number 12, Oy Vey, first-time starter for trainer Brad Cox. Good female turf family. This is a, a turf sprint scheduled on the turf. If it comes off and ends up on the main track, because there was some rain last night mm-hmm. there, no changes yet. But if it comes off the grass, he's bred to handle the, the main track, and he's trained well on dirt. So I don't care about the service on this horse. Training well, top connections, 9-2 to in the program. Number 12, Oy Vey, race 5 at Keeneland. And Flavian Pratt aboard as well in the fifth race. The anchor in the early pick five and early pick four. We have a singleton, number 12, Oy Vey, the 12 in the fifth race at Keeneland. John Lindo's played there. And Santa Anita? Let's go down to the ninth and final at Santa Anita. Number one, Wailea Sunset was scheduled to run in the grass, but the race came off the turf opening Saturday mm-hmm. at the uh, at the opening Friday at the Santa Anita mm-hmm. it was very green in the mud, but finished up well. Stretches out, gets on the turf. This is what this filly wants. I think she's going to love the two turns. Six to one on the program is value number one. Wyalea Sunset race number nine, Santa Anita. Well, let's get a winner in the Sunset race at Santa Anita with number one, Wyalea Sunset. The one in the ninth race, John Lindo's play for the race day listeners. And again, the Lindo report available right now. At uh, for all of Santa Anita and all of Keeneland at the uh, South Point Racebook. And, uh, well, uh, John, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk to you early tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, don't forget, it's early. <laughs> <laughs> On my list. All right, you got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, remember, it's early tomorrow, just like the weekdays. Early. Yeah, no, yeah. I got it. I'm okay. ready. All right, okay. Well, maybe I'm not ready, but we'll see. <laughs> all righty. Well, uh, off, off going again today at uh, Aqueduct, huh? Yeah, that's my expectation. I, let me just take a look here. It is, it is. Uh, Jonathan Hardoon oh, said yeah. it's raining there. They're off the turf in the first, third, fourth, and ninth. The sixth is still on, but they said it's raining there. Yeah, and uh, that's the way they've got it. I did, I did it for all off the off the. Okay. Turf, so I had my doubts that even run on the sixth. So well, and the sixth may come off. It may come off later. You know, you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just uh, doing it all for the main track, today, all right. just so you all know. Let's get the all picks. All right. So um, we've got an, a couple of nice plays today also okay. at Aqueduct. The yeah. eighth race, Mama's Gold, really is attractive for Chad Summers. Uh, this little this cult's really come into nice form the last two races. 
And um, I, I think he's just going to continue to move forward in this form. I like the four horse an awful lot. Uh-huh. I think handling the mud is obvious. He'll do really well. So okay. the four over the one, three, five, and seven. Small reverses the four in race number eight. That's our pop-out key and feature. All right. Earlier on the card, Jonathan Hardoon came with his play and is the same horse in this race. And he has an inside track because uh, he's down there. And if this horse wins, he'll be in the winner's circle. So uh, we're going to... That's a good housekeeping sealed triple whammy. In the eighth race, you like the four Mama's Gold. Link-ups for you are one, three, five, and seven, and reverse. We'll get the Santa Anita now. Yeah, let's go to the first race for Santa Anita. Get the day started off with a winner, I hope. Okay. Number three, Quintess, Quintessence. Okay. I guess that's five cents. Um, Really has all the early speed, draws a three-post, should be perfect for it. Um, and going the extra eighth of a mile doesn't bother me at all because I think it's going to have a you know, pretty nice relax, and sometimes they get to the lead and just kind of keep going. I think that's what's going to happen here today. I like the three in race number one. I won't go below two to one, though. I'll take the three over the one, four, six, do my reverses. But the three, quintessence in race number one. At Santa Anita. All right. Scratches just came in at uh, at Aqueduct, and in the eighth race, uh, the only scratch is the two Jackson Heights, so we're okay there with your pick there, and uh, a lot of other scratches for the races that were on the turf now on the main. Santa Anita's opener, you like the three over one, four, six, and reverse. Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Aqueduct, all of Santa Anita at jerryjspowerpage.com. One more thing to say, Jerry, say it. Have a great race day, everybody.